You are listening to the Real Life Caddy Podcast, brought to you by Glorified Donkey. My name is Big G, and together with my co-host, Mr. Neil Kirsch, we will be bringing you stories, opinion, and insight into the game of golf and caddying. If you're someone who needs safe spaces, well, this podcast probably isn't for you. Please never take anything we say too seriously. We're just a couple of lifer caddies trying to have some fun. So with that in mind, sit back, put your feet up, and please enjoy. Welcome to the first ever Real Life Caddy Podcast. It's been a long time coming. However, I am very happy to be in the studio with my co-host, Mr. Neil Kirsch. Hey, y'all. How you doing? Happy to be here with you, Big G. Uh, For those of you who don't know, Kirsch is actually our resident tipster. So PGA Tour events and any other sporting events that we think are worthy of him tipping up. So thanks for being here, Neil. Uh, This week, we're going to be talking about the Masters, first major of the year. Are you excited? Oh, what, what tournament is that? The Masters. Oh, the Masters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a, excellent, excellent. Uh, did <laughs> you roll. did you get your invite? Uh, I'm still waiting. I still checked waiting. Checked the like post me. today, and I didn't see it. Uh, for any of those Augusta members listening, I'm sure you're all listening. Uh, we would love some corporate tickets if you have them available. Um, now, so for any listeners out there, you can go to our website, glorifieddonkey.com. You'll find a contributor who goes by the name The Blade. This week he's written a blog about the Masters, and he claims that it's the best major. Is it? Uh, it is my favorite major of the year, that's for certain. I would uh, rate the uh, British Open as a very close second. Always had a, a, a good good feel for that one. Always enjoyed watching that in the middle, middle of the night. But, hey, nothing better than the Masters. Uh, so exciting. Uh, Sunday at the Masters has been legendary in the past. Uh, uh, the most yeah. exciting finish in golf. You think? Yes. More than the Ryder Cup? Absolutely. The Valspar Championship? Uh, it's close. Fifteenth. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, t- t- you know, most of you will have Wikipedia out there. You know, you you can find anything out you want about the Masters. I don't need Wikipedia because I have Kirsch. He has a wealth of knowledge, so please give me what, four, five, six facts about the Masters. Sure enough. Hey, established uh, 1933 by Bobby Jones. It used to be, uh, the whole uh, course was used to be a pl- uh, nursery, basically. For kids? Uh, well, no, for, for, for growing fruit, I believe. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, so 1933 established. Uh, Alistair McKenzie, course designer. He's, he's you know... Designed a few good courses. Yeah, he's well known, isn't he? Including Cypress Cypress Point. It might be one that you might remember. Uh, 1935 was probably the the first famous moment when uh, Gene Saracen made the double eagle on 15. It was called the the shot heard around the world. So that got everyone's ears perked up a little about the Masters. Gene the Machine. Uh, Gene the Machine, that's right. Um, So, you know, the start was kind of slow for the Masters, really. They had trouble getting guys there, and then you had the – the break in the in the in the, with World War Two, uh-huh. so that slowed it down a little bit. And to be honest, I think the real show got kicked in when when Arnie first won in 1958. We went on a big series of uh, wins between him 
and Jack, the young Jack Nicholas, you know, with the with the crew cut and all, and the it's just bombing the drives out there. So they're exchanging blows early there in the 1960s, and Gary Player gets into the act. Didn't you tell me that those guys won? I don't know, like ten. Oh, uh, they won uh, from 58 10. to 76. They won 12 of the 18 events. 12. Pretty impressive. Kershaw's corner would have just walked home oh, with it. I could have been a guru back then. Hey, okay, I'm going to take player Nicholas Palmer. I'm going to mix in uh, Tommy Aaron and Gay Brewer and maybe Robert DiVincenzo if he can sign his card correctly. I'm a, such a stupid. Why I took a four when I had a three. So, so yeah, I, I could have done well back then. Do you, like, I, I guess I'm a little younger than you. When uh, back in the 60s, was it as big as, you know, was Arnie like big pool with these guys? Because obviously in the last 10, 15, 20 years, Tiger Woods has changed golf. Was the Masters still a massive, you know, you know, golf tournament back then as it is now, or is well, it, is it like grown as as time has gone on? Yeah, no, I think grown as time's gone on. But I think that was the initial kickstart. I think that's what yeah. got, and the you know, Arnie was the was the legend. He was the king, and really Jack was the was the bad guy back then. You know, no one no one was rooting for Jack back then. It was Arnie's army man at at the Masters. Have they always given away a green jacket? Is that yes, always a tradition, and you can uh, you can. Keep it for one year after your first win, but right. then it always returns to the clubhouse. It has to go back to Macy's. Well, yeah, they get Taylor. the jackets from Macy's, don't they? No, yeah. is that is that a fact? Yeah, they 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 fit them, you know, tailor them at Macy's. Yeah. Uh-huh. But so then, so you you're able to take yours home for the first year, and then after that, you have to leave it, it in the clubhouse. At the clubhouse, exactly right. Is it true that you you get your own, is it, you get your own locker? Is it, is it, yes, know. absolutely. And they also have a great tradition with the uh, Champions Dinner where the previous champion always gets to choose the next year's Champions Dinner. What will the menu be? Which is always quite interesting. You know, it, it, There's been some episodes with that. Uh, what, what would you have? What would, if, you, if Neil Kirsch, tipster, glorified donkey, resident tipster, I wins go, the Masters, uh, what does he I have? I would go ribeye with lobster and a big Caesar salad. Ribeye, there, well, there you go. Ribeye, lobster, with a big Caesar salad. Yeah. Dessert? Would you have any dessert? Uh, well, uh, yeah, we go with cheesecake. 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 What, what would you have for your champions dinner when you're wearing that green jacket? Okay, so first of all, I'm wearing the green jacket. Uh, I've got my kilt on. Oh, it's a it's a toss up between haggis. Well, haggis is in there. <laughs> It's, well it's got to be in there. My favorite dish is a little uh, chicken dish. You, you you put chicken pot pie. No mm-hmm. no 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 no. You, you take a breast breast of chicken, ah. um, and you slice it open. You fill it with a little haggis, okay. and you wrap it in parma ham. Wow. You guys probably call it prosciutto. Um, pan fry it, mashed potatoes, lots of lemon in there. Uh, it's called chicken parma ham. A little bit of vegetables. Mm. Sounds like the guys would love that. Oh, they'd love that. Yeah, all those guys from Scotland that have won. Ouch, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts. Oh, you got one. Uh, <laughs> do we? Is that all? As far as one I know. One winner. One winner. That's pathetic. Yeah. Better than your soccer team, though, in the World Cup. No, come on. Ouch. Let's blow the belt. Uh, Montgomery never won it, no? Big Colin? Uh, no. No, that, that I, I think the chicken parma ham, mashed potatoes, vegetables, I'd probably go for a chocolate mousse. Pretty solid. Keep the crowd happy. Yeah, there you go. Um, talking about the meal, 
Probably a lot of leftovers on that on that meal. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, the south, isn't it? In yeah. America. Well, say both you and I are playing in this. We're past winners. We're past champions. We can't win it anymore. Let's say we're like a Trevor, a Trevor Immelman, we're a Sandy Lyle, and we're just turning up for the pr- the money, getting getting you know, TV. Who are we looking for to win? For the meal. For the meal. For the meal. Well, who you do know. you look at in the field and go? He has a great menu. I would think Phil would have a good good meal. Mickelson. Yeah, he's he's gonna he's gonna pick out something tasty, huh? And not not inexpensive either. He'll no. he'll he'll go top notch. Right. Okay. Uh, anyone else? Like uh, I'm, I'm thinking about someone that hasn't won it. Maybe. Well, I'd like to see maybe maybe Beef will win someday. Beef. That, I think straight to I Arby's. I think you know what would be eaten that that night. Uh huh. Probably quite a bit of rib. <laughs> Some Arby's. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna throw one at you from the European side again. All right. Uh, Shane Lowry. Okay. Yeah. He w- he doesn't he miss m- many meals. That's for sure. He hasn't missed a meal ever. And can you imagine? He's the only cl- only player I ever saw whose whose golf club slipped out his fingers because of he mayonnaise, <laughs> mayonnaise and mustard from a hot dog. I can believe that. Who puts mayonnaise on a hot dog anyway? I I think uh, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, Shocking. He uh, he would he would go to town. That, that'd be the kind of meal I'd want to be there for. Uh, you know, and I bet you actually Bernhard Langer he did come up with some good good German fixings, huh? Mm. Sauerkraut. Yeah. Little canoodle. Canoodle. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that one. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, obviously, Masters Week coming up. Um, give us some of your favourite moments. You know, now this could be moments. This could be shots. Um, for me personally, it's all about Sunday coming from the UK. The leaders kick off about three o'clock Georgia time, so that's eight o'clock our time. Growing up, I would have sit and watch it with my brothers, my dad. I could stay up late. I always enjoyed it when there was a European in the mix from the early nineties. That that happened. What are your sort of favourite memories? Again, I, it could be winners. It could be the shots. Uh, by far, the uh, my favourite memory is Jack Nicklaus winning as a forty-six year old in nineteen eighty-six. Nice, uh, fabulous tournament. Uh, we had uh, Jack leading the charge. You know, he's going to finish first. I think thirty-two on the back nine. Uh, makes a brilliant putt on 17, uh, putting the pressure on the guys behind. We got Norman there. We got uh, Kite there. We got Seve Ballesteros there. Uh, Greg Norman birdies 14, 15, 16, 17 to put the heat on. Now, everyone's rooting for Jack, obviously. Okay. And now here comes Greg Norman, you know. How old, how old would Greg Norman have been at the time? Uh, he would must be late 30s. Late thirties. Yeah. Late thirties. Yes. Yeah. yeah like no, no, they didn't like him though. People didn't like. There. People never liked Greg Norman. Is that right? Well, it depends on where you come from. I think. Yeah. I don't. Th- I think the Aussies liked him less. Wow. Which is saying something. I remember that he he elbowed my brother going through a crowd in '94 at the, the British Open. So I've never liked him. But nice. So anyway, he uh, he hits a he comes to 18. He can tie Jack with a par. They're going to playoff. He hits the space spaced out four iron into the patrons all the patrons cannot get it up and down makes bogey there you go jack is the winner i thought that was a great tournament yeah um any favorite shots yeah absolutely uh my top three shots would be uh tiger woods chip in 16 2005 2005 when he beat demarco 
I mean, that was that was brilliant and Steph a, great, competition. a great commercial for Nike, that's for sure. Steph competition, Chris DeMarco. Yeah, well, Tiger had a little easy there through 90, 97 to 2010, huh? He, he didn't have a lot of competition, let's face it. Uh, no, he, well, I don't think he had any competition. Well, that's a little bit. Uh, other memories, I would say, uh, Phil Mickelson's second shot uh, out of the pine straw in 13 when everyone was wondering what the heck he was doing. He hits it right through the trees, creases it six seven foot right there uh brilliant shot uh, i mean that got everyone charged yeah w so goes on to win his third by he the won way, the third because of that shot 2010 yeah you've got a better memory than i do um but i do remember that shot do you, do you know any idea of what how far it was what club well, he hit? i think it's like a uh, 230 235 somewhere 230, in there wow i can't remember is it nine iron? iron or a hybrid of some sort through yeah. there it was a great shot let's face it <laughs> i mean that that really got everyone amped uh-huh and then top shot that was two uh i'm gonna say uh, best shot ever which i hated uh bubba watson in the playoff against oosthuizen in 2012 now i'm on oosthuizen i'm thinking huh i've got a big fat ticket here uh -huh. i'm gonna catch this one yeah. look at old bubba he snap hooked it on number 10 <laughs> into the trees i'm laughing with my brother saying huh Oh, this is awesome. There's another, there's another course winner. A, uh, yeah, he's got, <laughs> they're he's got 135 yards or something. Snap hooks a 52-degree wedge around the bend out of the pine straw. A miracle shot. Miracle. Uh, impressive. Uh, that was that was playoff, yeah. Yes, correct. I, I remember the tenth that. hole, tenth hole playoff. Ustazen played well, and I think he was a little shell shocked. Uh, mm -hmm. Bubba makes that and goes, yeah, obviously wins. Very impressive. He, uh, he twice, twi two-time winner, Bubba. Two-time winner, yeah, Bubba. There was yeah. a big streak there, uh, starting through when Phil got his first win. What was it 2004? 2004, yeah. 2006, 2010. Uh -huh. Then you squeaked in Weir in there, which was a, a surprise win. Another lefty, and then you had uh, Bubba twice. So you had uh, you had a good series, six wins from lefties in about a ten-year period. Yeah, which was. Uh, what year did Mike Weir win it? Uh, we're I'm not really sure. He's uh, 2008. Yeah, he's 2008 maybe. You know, whatever happened to there's him? Some, there's some forgettable champions. Wins the Masters <laughs> and then disappeared. Yeah, um, it's okay. been known to happen. He's not the only one. I'd I'd have to say for me the, the Tiger Woods 16th hole chip in. Uh, I remember that vividly and probably oh, Sandy Lyle. I was only six years old, but I'd, probably from the replays. My dad always talks about it. Uh, I actually I always remember the uh, the trousers he wears, absolutely hideous. Sharp dressed man. Shocking! I, I think John Ram, Ernie Els, and Colin Montgomery <laughs> took their notes from from Lyle. Yeah, um, he does this this ridiculous, I don't know, half second dance. I think uh, he dresses in the dark. I think he does. That's uh, <laughs> that's a fair play. Now, obviously, for the the listener, both myself and Neil are lifer caddies. Well, I certainly am. How many years you got? Uh, caddy wise, about seventeen. 17. So yeah, not qu quite a lifer, but in the golf business since I was five. So that's that, five. Quali that qualifies. <laughs> Picking the range at Aptos Seascape Golf Course. Did that that paid well? It was all right. It was a dollar a small basket. I could make seven eight bucks a day. Hit about right. eight thousand balls. wasn't too bad. That's not bad. Yeah, for a five year old. For a five year old. Um, anyway, do you ever watch? Do you ever do you ever watch the Masters and be and just think to yourself, "Oh, I'd I'd love to caddy in that." 
Oh, absolutely. I yeah. mean, that, that would be a bucket list thing for me as far as uh, caddy career is concerned. I think it would be fantastic. It might be a little difficult to to figure out the place in a, in a week, but you could get it done if you're a good caddy. You know, it's it's a green is a green, right? You'll, you you need a few times around it, but I, I think it would be fantastic. You would get to wear the, the white jumpsuit, the white tennis shoes, and, you know, the green hat, the, all, all the required gear there. What about working there Monday, Friday, 12 months a year? Uh, I could probably do without that. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a slog to me. It looks like a, a, a big hump, that's for sure. You, yeah, because you imagine a lot of guests want to br- you know, need to bring two dozen golf balls in case and they lose them. And think of the guys that have been there for 50, 60 years. You think you're going to get any respect from those guys? No. Uh, no. You're going no, to be the bottom of the barrel. Hey, hey I'm, about it. I'm Neil. I've been working in the golf industry since five. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Meet this um, guy. He's He's been here since 1940. Can you Can you imagine carrying there between the months of say july and september oh man just yeah maybe a little hot and humid huh oh that's a rough sweaty tea bag yeah do you know they uh at the masters till 1983 they were not all the professionals were not allowed to bring their own caddy yeah they had to they had to take a local caddy and if it was a local caddy it was definitely african-american till that to that day which i was surprised that's uh well there you go a little late in the game huh Every day's a school day, folks. That's it. Well, actually, Big G, you wouldn't have to worry about that because in the summer months, and also a little known fact, Augusta's closed. Oh. Yeah. Too hot. Too hot. Wow. Okay. So that's maybe the time that we should go and jump on the course. Yeah, there you go. I'm sure that I'm sure they'd appreciate that. Okay. Hey, that's a map. Maybe an idea. I'm going to be free sometime. Take a week off in July. Perfect. Yeah. We're playing Augusta. Yeah. Just rip it and rip it. We'll just buy a couple of green jackets from Goodwill or something. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. Tack on a patch. <laughs> there you go. Well, we'll, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll look like past winners. Yeah. <laughs> so, current champion, crowd favourite, Mr. Patrick Reed. Um, that brings me on to a subject I wanted to talk about. Uh, is he the worst champion? Uh, for me, he's he's really close. Uh, I heard he's going to have for the champion's dinner this year, he's going to order out McDonald's. Big Mac and fries. Yeah, he's a class act. He, you know, you really, worst champion? Because you, you got some belters in there. You got like yeah. Mike Weir in 2003. Oh, Trevor Eng- Immelman rings a bell. Immelman. That, like, that excited everyone. Hey, go Trevor. I think I went to bed at 7 p.m. that, oh, that year. That was a bad one. Uh, mm. What other stinkers do we have? Oh, how about... oh. When Spieth lays the sod on twelve, and Danny Willett sneaks in for a W. Not oh. a fan. Not a fan of Danny. Uh, I'm not against him, but man, I, that wasn't the guy I was rooting for or who I'd pick. That's for sure. I think that's why I love guys like McElroy. Or he is my favorite. He he just he goes out there and he wins it. He doesn't play negative golf. You know, he just goes for it, and he'll never. McElroy will never be in a position. Watch this. This might happen this year. You. Take 2011 out of the equation when he was just a boy. He's never, ever going to be four or five shots ahead and then lose to Danny Willett. No. How, how far ahead was Spieth that day? He had a brilliant first nine. I think he shot 32 on the front. So I, I think he's three or four shots clear. Maybe bogeyed 11 and shook him up a little and then uh, just hit a hit a bad shot, just just cut it a little too much like Fred Couples did and got lucky when it hung up on the on the very edge of the, of the 12th hole there. Uh, but... Yeah, that was a, it. Was a big choke for Spieth, and I, I think he still has scars from that. He recovered a little bit, but I don't think all the way. 
he probably does. But going back, what about Bubba Watson? Like, he, I don't like him. Yeah. Like some people he, like him, some people don't. But I, I would worst champion, no way. Worst, well, or how, least favorite. If you want to say worst mm. champion, least favorite, same thing. Yeah, but he cries know. a lot, and you know, people like that. So Patrick Reed officially the worst, the the worst champion. Uh, I'll go toss it. Yeah, will it? I'll flip a coin between those two. Flip least liked, I think. Least well, like least liked, easy. Least liked Reed for sure. He had a bad history in that region. He was he was he was stealing stuff out of guys' lockers at Augusta <laughs> College. I mean, come on, give me a break. Who's who's rooting for that guy? Uh, one guy this week actually emailed me, uh, and he said he was hoping Patrick would win it again. I, I almost feel as if I wouldn't mind seeing Patrick win it again, just to shake the the world of golf up. Can it'd you be, imagine? It would be brutal. I would turn off the TV. I think most people did last year. I'm trying to remember back to last year. I don't know even, even know if I watched it because, you know, it was him. I blocked it out subconsciously. Yeah. I think that's one of the... You know, going back to what we mentioned earlier about being the best major, I think that's what makes this tournament more interesting than the other majors. Is simply it's on the same course every year. Yeah, and it's a smaller field, a bit much smaller field. Hundred ten usually maybe the average. Small, yeah. So that usually brings into play the more of the marquee players. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, you go to the U.S. Open, you go to the British Open, you got a really strong field, and a lot more guys have a chance to win. Here, you you can look at the same list of guys over and over. Same guys. They're always popping up, and. But- but if Once I, in a while, a guy sneaks through. If I was to say to you, who won, say, the 2006 PGA Championship or the 1994 British Open, you probably couldn't tell me. Probably not. But if I if I asked you who won the 2008 Masters, you probably still can't tell me because it was Trevor Immelman. So, oh, uh, no wonder why. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. Do, do, do you do you feel do you do you feel as if hey, Trevor, if you're listening, if you're out there, oh. your family are looking for you, the PGA Tour are looking for you, you haven't been seen, seen since all April two thousand eight. Yeah. Uh, feel free to and that's come back. It. There is there is a few instances of the curse of Augusta. That's for sure. That's yes. Uh, notably, uh, your boy Danny Willett. Oh my gosh! I don't think he's broke eighty since then. Ooh. Uh, he Ouch. he was a solid Euro Ouch. player. He was coming up, yeah. very good player, yeah. and he, he sneaks through there. Uh, but then, you know, the guy just fell off the cliff. He, he wasn't making any cuts for over a year. He did the whirlwind tour of all the media and everything, and who knows, he had a baby and got married, but that might have something to do with it. Uh, but, yeah, horrible performances. I, I, was, I remember him uh, open qualifying down at Burkdale. He won it, I don't know, by a shot. Um he must have only been 22 two years old. He was outstanding. He was a total stud. I thought he was going to be the next big thing from Europe, and I was wrong again. Uh, who else? Garcia. He won it in 2017. He's kind of disappeared. He fell off. Uh, Charles Schwartzel. Also, he, that was a great win for him, but, boy, he hasn't done much since. I mean, it's, he's kind of limping along in his career, you know? Uh, Immelman Mike... is, is now, you know, he's full-time Golf Channel guy. So Is he? They're... I thought he was working in a winery back in South Africa. But <laughs> David Frost's winery. Yeah, David Frost hired him out to clean out the barrels. Yeah, in his uh, David Frost, big tipper. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, a, he's one of my favorite uh, guys. What about Mike Weir going north of the border? Mm. I think he became a Mountie. Yeah, I think I think he's uh, he's also definitely a, a case of Curse of Augusta. You remember that? Did you ever see that show called June North? 
due south. It was about the Mountie, the Mountie Police. Yeah, Weir did a did a spot performance there. There you go. I think they're going to bring that show Maybe back. Mike Weir's going to be the main guy. <laughs> the, the wee guy on the big horse. Was he the first left-hander to win this, the, the Masters? Oh, that's correct. 2003. 2003. Well done. Good for you, Mike. Yeah. Uh, so, Curse, Curse of Augusta. You, yeah. Patrick. It exists. But... Regardless, That's Patrick, good. I'd love to see Patrick Reed win it. It's just like they sold their sell, to, sold their sell, soul to the devil. Yeah, so they got their win, sell. and then done. <laughs> you, you, you can you signed the paper, pal. What about VJ Singh? He won it in two thousand. Popular, unpopular. Mm, I've heard my, mixed things about not him. Not my favorite. No, no, no. He's, Absolutely he's, not. He's, he's, he's not going to make you turn over from no, Jeopardy it, to, it to watch that it. That was not a great champion. Um. Are there, we've talked about a lot of things uh, that are good about the Masters. What things don't you like? Oh, for me, easily the, the, the from the get go, Jim Nance. Oh, the patrons, the patrons, oh. the patrons, the patrons. Enough already. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. It. Now that would make a great drinking game if you're going to a Masters party on Sunday. Every time they say patrons, have a shot. Have a shot. And see how long you last. Yeah, you, you, I, would, you wouldn't. Be, you wouldn't get past the first four holes. You'd be drunk as hell after an hour. I, I think Ian Pol- I know um, Ian Baker Finch. He just loves it. He soaks all that stuff oh, up. Yeah, well, all those guys soak it up. You know the ma- the master's vocabulary. I can't stand the pine straw. Yeah, and how? Oh yeah. I can't stand the um, butler cabin. That you know, butler cabin. Stuffy little favor. room. I cannot stand the front nine, back nine, reverse. The first nine and the second nine. Do me a favour. It's yeah. the front and the back. Yeah. It always has been. It always will be. Yeah. I mean, there's there's some things not to like for sure. I, I, I agree with you. I don't like the fact that Georgia Law, you can't buy booze at the course after four o'clock either. Yeah, brutal. And it, can you buy on Sunday? No, it's after four o'clock oh, okay. that they shut it down. Wow. So, you know what I mean? You could, you turn up there at nine o'clock in the morning. You probably you probably go to like TGI Fridays in the morning. You go and you start early, 7, 7 a.m. By the time you get to four, you're rocking. And then you yeah, roll up this? and you try and buy some more beer and then well, shut you off. You know, it is old school back there in a lot of ways. But, uh, well, yeah, what is sure. this, the prohibition years? Come on, man. This is, not, this, is not, this is not 1930. This is 2000s. You know, you gotta you gotta let people have their fun. See, going back to like the things we don't like, you're talking about the patrons. Wasn't Gary McCord sacked or, or not allowed back? Oh on yeah, awesome! My, one of my favorite announcers actually, and then he comes out with the they bikini wax this thing, oh. and oh, <laughs> Lord forbid! Well, not in this day and age, yeah, Neil. You can't be saying that. Got, the course was playing tough one day. We, they, we got guys in body bags getting out of here. Wow, don't say that, Gary. I, <laughs> Whoa. I love Easy. Gary. He's, he's brilliant. I'm anti-establishment, so you know, I'm, I'm with Gary. Yeah. Uh, I'd much prefer listening to him than hey, Ian Baker Finch. Hey, let the guys Finch. have a little fun, right? It's, uh, it's not sanctimonious. Let the, guy, let the announcers have a little fun, say what they want to say. You know, come on. I, they, they carried it a little too far with their, with their traditions and their, and their opinions and it's it's the year 2019. Relax and enjoy the show, please. But I think th- there was another guy got fired, Jack Whitaker. He used he used the term mob. Whoa, you don't want to say that on TV. Well, no, not not oh. if you're Jack, you get sacked. Oh, Jack, poor guy. He's, he's he was a tough guy too, Jack. Huh? <laughs> what I'd like to talk about now is really just who do you think is going to win this year? All right, like uh, we're fast approaching. It kicks off in a few sure. days. I've been looking at it a little bit, uh, and uh, 
a lot of the same characters pop up. I mean, in my opinion, it's Rory's tournament to win or lose. Rory! Right? Get a sack and win a damn Masters finally, buddy. You have the talent. You are the number one man. Uh, boy, you got to – contenders are definitely DJ and Rose. Mm-hmm. Both – Rose not in such good form right now, but DJ plays good every week. And they've both been knocking at the door here. A lot of top ten. What everyone out there wants to hear, though, is what is what is Kirsch – what are your odds that Tiger wins something here? Mm, that's a good one. I think he's actually listed at 14-1, to 1, which I think is a little – little overvalued i think more like 25 30 for tiger he's showing some glimpses and everyone would love to see him win it but not me he hasn't sniffed it i'd rather see patrick he reed win it. it right when's the last time tiger was was sniffing it in a in a major it's been a while would you give any chances to sandy lyle as a like a outside bet yeah i'm gonna take him to the top 110 what top yeah 110? yeah you get even money on that um yeah <laughs> there's 109 guys <laughs> um other guys i like uh I think uh, Casey has a real good chance. Mm-hmm. He's been playing solid. Well, he's on. He's, he's in had form. some good results here. Yeah, he won the sixth major there. Yeah, he's the he's the uh, Paul Casey, uh, aka Mister Valspar, Mr. aka Mister Tampa Bay. Uh, he, you know, he's right there. But hey, Paul, time for a meaningful <laughs> win, guy, right? Uh, and we got uh, boy, we got a trio of guys. I think could sneak in there easily for a top ten, top five. Uh, Poulter loves this place, playing great. Kucher loves this place, playing great. Usti has a redemption song, I think, here. Okay. He, he could be right there. So so you've, you've mentioned half the field there. What about Langer? It's only uh, eight guys so far. Okay. <laughs> Bernard Langer? Eight out of 110. Oh, well, uh, yeah. Uh, Bernhard? Yeah. Bernhard makes the cut. He always makes the cut. He makes the cut. He always makes the cut. Him and Fred Couples. Fred Couples, 23 in a row. Come on. Ties the record. Would you get even money on Langer to make the cut? What's that? Would you get even money on Langer to win the cut? Is that the kind You'll of bet you get? You'd get plus odds on that. You would? I think so. Okay. What is he, like 69 years old or something? He's a machine. Is that how old he is? Uh, he's like 62, I think. But I thought he was like 68. He's a stud. I I would take him. I would never bet against him. Let's put yeah. it that way. I saw him at uh, Poppy Hills in the first tee event. We uh, He was our playing partner. Hit every fairway every green he was not whole high twice mm-hmm. the guy's a stud um so you're gonna call for rory i like rory as well um any other sneaker picks for the big g well always want to be controversial we're gonna go with pat reed danny willett <laughs> trevor immelman mike weir sergio garcia All the great past Charles champions. <laughs> oh, and uh we'll throw a if Ian Woosnam turns up, I think he's got a chance. Um, I, the last point I want to make, do you, you ever think an Asian will win this? Well, if, if it happens, it'll be Matsuyama. Matsuyama. He's, he's got the game. He's showed a little bit of spirit here. What about so. Kim Jong-un, if he you know gets his game together? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, guy's a, guy's a stud. <laughs> What's his name again? <laughs> <laughs> How do you spell that? Can, can you can you imagine the founders? What was that? What's the name of that guy? Clifford oh, somebody. Yeah, Clifford. Can you imagine if his face if if, oh, if Matsuyama won it? Uh, He'd well, be turning his grave. Yeah, he probably wasn't too happy when Tiger won it either. Well, yeah, yeah no, he old, would. He old would Clifford be, Roberts, very very yeah, nice man. Yeah, he would be happy with that. Yeah, that's not beautiful. Well, listen, Neil, uh, thank you very much for for your time in the studio. Um, Enjoy the Masters. Yeah, absolutely, buddy. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped for it. Ready to go. I can't wait. Let's get it going. I heard you're going to be doing the uh, Dry Masters Week. Is that right? 
Uh, absolutely not. No, okay. No, that's somebody no else. That's no. someone else. Yeah, um, you, you confused me. Everyone someone out else. there, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'll be back in a couple of weeks for episode two. Enjoy the Masters. Until then, from Neil and myself. Peace out, y'all. Goodbye. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. You can find more information at glorifieddonkey.com. We're also on all the social media platforms Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and we do have a YouTube channel. So please feel free to comment, email us, and let us know what you think. We look forward to speaking to you very soon.